Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Sometimes God heals us slowly, and sometimes God heals us fast. So I think we all need to just be patient, because God knows why he's healing us slowly. I've had miraculous healings with my addictions, which were instant, and I've had slow progress in other sins, where I kept having to crawl back to confession almost on a weekly basis so that I could receive the Eucharist and fall right back into sin the following week. God was teaching me. God was teaching me to rely on his timing, not mine. And in the readings today, it was crystal clear yet again how he speaks to me, the living, breathing word. I really hope that if you do not practice reading the daily readings, that you get into that routine. Even if you're not Catholic, just sign up at the usccb.org website or any other sites that send you an email every day. And you can read along with everybody else perhaps the message the Lord is trying to share with the world in the daily readings, because this is, this is global. Okay. Philippians chapter one. I'm just going to read you one part because it says it all. Okay. Here we are. Where is it? Um, ah, Paul says, I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work in you will continue to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. So that means God's working on us all the time. He's sanctifying us as long as we are participating. Sometimes we have to be passively participating, and other times we have to be quite active in calling out to him to help us with our sins and some of the temptations in our lives. But we do have to open up our hearts and our will to do his, right? We have to surrender and be humble. But he's going to continue to work on us until Christ Jesus comes. So be patient. Be patient. He must be wanting to teach us something. And then the responsorial Psalms. How great are the works of the Lord. (laughs) I mean, how awesome is God? Let's take a moment and just thank him for 
all of his great works in our lives and in those around us, we've got to be seeing what's happening in the people around us as well. And then the Alleluia, my sheep hear my voice, says the Lord. I know them and they know, whoop, they follow me. Sorry. My sheep hear my voice, says the Lord. I know them and they follow me. And then the Gospel of Luke, chapter 14, it's all about Jesus heading to the Pharisees for a little dining out with the friends. And a man was suffering from dropsy. And he said, hey, Jesus spoke to them. Is it lawful to cure on the Sabbath or no? They didn't say anything. So Jesus took the man's hand and he healed him. And off he went, brand new. This is that instant kind of healing. And then Jesus turns around and says, Who among you, if your son or ox falls into a cistern, would not immediately pull him out on the Sabbath day? And they were all speechless. They didn't answer his question. So God can sometimes heal us quickly, and God may work slowly. And I really do believe the, the full lesson here is that he can do anything. So if we're struggling with something, if we need his help to heal us in some way, maybe we're not forgiving someone or we're holding resentment against someone who really hurt us, could have even been back in our childhood and we've been holding this anger for that person for so long. Maybe it's an addiction. Maybe you're watching pornography and you can't stop. Or it's some other type of bodily urge. Maybe you're being gluttonous and eating and drinking too much. Maybe you're out spending money too much. Maybe we're just sucked into this pleasure world, right? Remember that Janet Jackson song, The Pleasure Principle? I mean, we've just been programmed to just do what we want to do when we want to do it. And that we have to reprogram and be healed from in the power and strength of Jesus. So I think anything that we're dealing with, what God is really trying to teach us is to give it to him and let it go. <laughs> I've, I know I've used this one many times, but I remember visually in my imagination saying, God, take this wine from me. Like, help me enjoy a couple of glasses of wine and not a bottle. And I was holding it up to the sky and giving it to him. And then his huge, massive hands come down and they wrap around the top of the glass. And I'm holding on to the stem with white knuckles, not letting go. And he's like, you gotta give it to me. <laughs> if you want me to take it, you have to let it go. And I was like, no. So sometimes we struggle with letting go of that sin. It feels good to drink a bottle of wine, although it really doesn't because then you get that headache and maybe you're a little foggy the next day. Maybe you're actually hung over, but at the time you think it feels good. And then, and then at the time, maybe you're saying things that you shouldn't say or doing things that you shouldn't do because you're not quite all there to make those appropriate decisions. Same goes with any kind of pleasure, any kind of endorphin rush that we get through food, through drink, through 
sex, through self-gratification, all that kind of stuff. But we have to really think about what it is that we're doing and why are we doing it so that we can understand both logically, but also in our hearts. Our hearts really is where everything stems. Our thoughts, our minds, our speech, our actions. Sometimes our hearts are attached to sin. So we have to start praying, Lord, change my heart. Change the way that I have been most of my life. Change my selfishness. Change my anger. Change everything so that my heart can stop being this heart of stone and be turned into a heart of flesh. I want a pure, clean heart. God, please change me. That should always be in our prayer. And so if we're struggling with something and God hasn't healed it fully yet, do not worry. Be patient. He's doing it for a reason. I still haven't mastered my body. I have a feeling I will be struggling with this my whole life. I'm shifting into a whole new gear come November 1st, and I am going to call on him every single day. I'm making some drastic changes. I'm going from like eating keto, basically like meat and cheese and stuff. I mean, I think I could moo. I've eaten so much cow stuff that I'm going back to juicing and fruit. I'm going to try to do a detox and cleanse my body and just start over working out and recommitting myself to being a better, healthier, Holy Spirit temple. God's living in me and I'm kind of trashing the place that he's in. So that's my idea of my continuous healing that I need to go to him and say, help me, help me just be normal with my exercise routine. I'm asking him to change my heart. Lord, change my heart to love exercise. (laughs) Help me not want to just be lazy and and stay on the couch. Help me want to move and, and feel my muscles change when I'm sore and feel my body get more energy and be able to bring you, Lord, to the world in a brand new way with a lot more, you know, zeal. I can't, I can't wait to see what he's going to do because I'm giving it to him. While I will plan and I will take steps and I have made the conscious decision and I'm out there publicly talking about it because, oh, by the way, that helps a lot. I know you may not have a podcast, but you could tell your spouse, you could tell your family, you could tell your friends, you can tell your coworkers, look, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm working on. Because when you get it out there, it's a different, it's a different deal. You're serious because now other people know, and it kind of is like, all right, it's out. I told my husband last night again, November 1st, (laughs) and then he laughs at me because I've had many dates where I've started this. You've all heard it. I've been saying this since the summer, really saying this since COVID. What this whole year has been very odd. Okay, enough about the negativity. 
let's spin into the fact that we're learning and that the spiritual walk is not about progress going upward. You know, when you see those graph charts where the line just keeps going up to the right over time, you're just increasing and increasing. That's not how it works. Your line in life and your spiritual life is up, down, diagonal, backwards, forward. Sometimes you're spinning around in a circle. And that's just a fact, Jack. That's just the way it is. So don't beat yourself up if you fall or if you take, you know, two steps to the left because God's going to catapult you 50 forward at one point. So just continue to trust that you're right where he wants you. Right here, right now. Be grateful for everything that he's done in your life to date and be excited and hopeful for what he's going to do even today. Let's live in the presence We can be excited for the future, but right now is where we want to live with him. Let's call on Jesus. Let's put Jesus on, not just his light and his love, but his power and his strength in our weakness so that whatever we're struggling with, we don't do the fighting. We call Jesus's name out when we're weak and we're ready to fall. He always gives us enough grace to stay away from sin. What we don't do enough is call on that grace when we're facing that sin. So let's remember, he's here with us now. He's going to heal us in his time. But the more we call on him, the closer that time frame is going to be. Because we all too often rely on ourselves and override what God would do in our lives to give us that grace. And then we fall and then we feel bad and then we feel like, you know, ashamed and then we beat ourselves up. We can control this pattern by just humbling ourselves and giving it to God, letting go of that wine glass or whatever it is that you need healing from. Giving it to God or asking and asking, I should say, for him to heal our hearts, change the way that we think about that sin so that we want to walk away from it. All right, everybody, I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day. Take care.